Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today on Life with Chris and Tatum. We're the pastors here at Life Fellowship Church in McKinney, Texas, and we actually release a brand new podcast every single Wednesday. And if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button. And when you do it, leave us a review and spread the word out on social media. Hey, yeah. We wanted to also just give a quick shout out uh, to all of you that are sharing this with your friends and your family, um, thanks for inviting people to come along and listen with us. All right. We are going to pick up where we left off last week. It's our favorite four-letter word. Love. Love. And that's a little clickbait on the title itself. But really, love is our favorite four-letter word. God is love. Love is the principal thing. You can have everything else, and if you don't have love... You're just a resang- resounding, clanging symbol. You don't right? got nothing. 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 So you could have all the money in the world. You, and you've probably met people that have a lot of different things, but then when they don't have love, mm-hmm. it repels you. But those that are filled with love, man, they draw you in. And that's who I want you to be. And that's who I know that you are, uh, a person that is filled with love. And we want to grow deeper and deeper in that. So again, uh, Paul said in 1 Timothy 4.12, he said, don't let anybody look down on you because you're young, okay? And this this doesn't necessarily mean that you're young in age. You can be young in your in your walk with God. You can be young in all kinds of different areas, not just physically, all right? But don't let anybody look down on, on you, but instead set an example to be, to be or not to be, but to be. Don't just tell everybody, but set an example for other believers in your speech, life, in love, in faith, and in purity. And so do that. Again, he didn't tell us to tell everybody what an example we are and tell everybody how much that we love. No, he said, he didn't say, hey, go post about it. Yeah. He He said, said, do do it. it. Be it. Let it just exude out of you that it is your natural response. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's one of the fruit of the Spirit. It's love. And when the Holy Spirit is a part of your life, see, the difference between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit is that when the gifts, when He gives the gifts, He gives them to you, but the fruit only is there when He is involved in your Mm -hmm. life. So when the Holy Spirit moves, when He is not an active part of your life, the fruit of the Spirit is not an active part of your life, but the gifts can still be in operation. That's why there's people that get confused. Well, how can this person operate in these gifts of of healing and you know prophecy and all of this when their life is so far away from God because the gifts operate they they are without repentance the Bible says I mean God gives those freely yeah. but the fruit of the Spirit are only there when the Holy Spirit is an active involved part of somebody's life and that's why love is the an indicator yeah. of the fruit of the Holy Spirit operating in in your life and that's what we want to be we want to be people filled. With love. By this show, all men know that you are my disciples, Jesus mm-hmm. said, if you have love, love for one another. Yep. So we got to be filled with that. So we don't just need to talk the talk. We need to walk the <laughs> walk. 
All right? So today, we're going to pick up where we left off last week. We were talking about how do you show that love? Like, what are some practical things you can do to show love to your to these different areas? And we talked about last week mm-hmm. showing love to your family. And so we, we gave six quick things about showing respect and giving gratitude. Mm-hmm. Man, saying thank you. Man, please, just small little things that make a big difference. Yep. Give, give us the other ones. We huh? talked about watching our um, tone, how, how we talk with our family members, blurring the lines and getting into each other's world. Helping each other, yeah. Yeah, and then we talked about communication and really prioritizing a time that you sit down and talk with your family members, like connecting in a way, spending time, because that shows love, um, and then telling each other, actually saying or texting or writing a note that shows that you love them. And then we talked about doing something um, from time to time to let them know that they're special. So do something special to show your love. You know how teenagers spell, uh, spell love? T-I-M-E and M-O. N E Y. That teenagers spell love with time and money. When you parents spend time with your kids and you do special things for them, that communicates your love. Love yeah. for them. I mean that that does. On top of all the other things that that we do, but that, that, that's a big thing. All right. Um here's the second thing that we do. We we need to show love to those that are away from God. So Love isn't about how much, you know, I say I love you, but it's how much that you can prove that that's true. Yeah. Meaning like an action. Put your love into action. Yeah. So people say, well, I love you. I love you. I love you. But they're not. Actions speak louder than words, right? That old saying. So, and it's true. What you, um, behavior will will uh, match whether or not that's the truth. And we've got to do that for those that are without without Christ because the Lord commands us to do that. And Christians can get into little bubbles that we don't, you know, reach out. All we do is we hang out with other Christians and we never Sadly, reach yeah. out into the world. And every time I see Jesus, he is always hanging out with sinners. Yeah, we we as a And they weren't yeah, influencing him. He's he influencing. was influencing them. Yeah. And showing love to them, which is what we're, which is what we're diving into now. There's so many uh, ways we can be intentional. In Matthew five, Jesus said, "A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl." That's what we've got to do. We got to let our light shine, baby, mm-hmm. shine. Mm-hmm. Like let it shine in the deep dark world that we live in right now. To me, what I think that looks like when I think about. Um, Christ and his love for us before we knew him, right? Before we had accepted him or even uh, considered him in our hearts is that he still loved us. And so um, to the degree that he was willing, you know, to die for us, willing to to come and sacrifice. So when I think about loving the lost, you know, we, we can't, um, we can't allow their behavior or their, what they do, do or don't do to determine um, the extent of our love for them and how we're going to show it to them because Christ calls us to do what he did, which is love them before they even feel lovable or before they can accept your love. That Christ did that for us. Okay, so if you have a neighbor, um, a family member, a coworker, 
you know, somebody that's maybe on the same soccer team as your kids, mm -hmm. uh, a, a friend, an acquaintance, somebody that is away from God, let me help you right now to, to learn how to win them to the Lord. All right? And it's not complex. And the answer is actually going to be love. But notice this. It was the goodness of God that mm -hmm. leads people to repentance. Mm -hmm. Not where we get up and we tell them all the bad things about them. And that's unfortunately what some churches are all about. Let me just tell you what a horrible, wicked person that you are. Yeah. And because of that, you need to come and give your life to the Lord. Well, nobody wants to do that. Yeah, It's the goodness of God that leads realize, people to yeah, repentance. This... It's like, he's a good father. He's yes. a great God. I want that. Yes. I want to be a part of I that family. I want to accept that love. I want to believe it, that you really care for me this much. That draws you to him. There's a time and a place, of course, for your conviction of sin and you realizing that, but you can't come to the place where you're willing to even have that understanding or open your eyes to seeing your sin until you know you love me. You're I need to know that the person that is me. trying to help me cares. actually cares about me. Yeah, yeah. And he does. And so Jesus, when you look at him, he, when he preached, he showed his love in some practical ways. And so here's the first one. Uh, Jesus fed the multitudes. And you think about this. Why would he do that? It's because people need food to live, and most people happen to enjoy eating. Yes. So if one of the, <laughs> as we found out last week, Tatum's superpower would be <laughs> super eater. <laughs> Uh, and if you didn't catch that, who doesn't listen, like a good meal? That, you have okay. to go back and listen to last week's yeah. episode. But so here's a practical thing: why not take some? Why not take them to dinner? Yeah, take them to lunch. Why don't you invite them over to the house? Yeah, eat together. Feed the multitudes. If you feed them, they will come. They will come. <laughs> you know, my, my, listen to this. My, my mom did this, and she reached one of our neighbors when we were living in Bartlett. Tennessee. It's a suburb of Memphis. Mm -hmm. And there was a neighbor of hers that she would bake them cherry pies. Cherry pies, apple pies. Mm -hmm. She'd bake it for them, take it over. And because of that goodness. That kindness. That, that kindness. Yeah. That generosity, taking the time. And this is not like a frozen cherry pie from the Walmart freezer section. This is like. She, she home makes everything. Yeah. The crust, the whole nine yards. All of it. And so, uh, and maybe you can't do that. Here's another, can I, t let me, let me give you another one. Tell us some more. This is something else that my mom did. Okay. Uh, my, you know, mom's big on coupons. She loves coupons. So what she would do is when she's in a restaurant eating, so a lot of times she would have an extra coupon that was a buy yeah. one, get one free. And she yep. would see a couple that would come sit down and. She did this a lot, actually. Yeah. I remember. And Yeah. We haven't even eaten with them that many times, but in the times where we're back in Tennessee and we're together, she would always have a coupon just for somebody. Just walk up to somebody and just hey, say, hey, I just like want this? you guys, yeah. you know. This would help. I thought I have an extra one. I thought you might like it. And she would. And yeah. there are people that are in the church today there. Yeah. Because my mom did something as simple. Yeah. As that. What are, what, how, 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 can, how can you reach people? What, what what can you do? What has God given you? What what has been put into your hands? Mm -hmm. He who wins souls is wise. So, so think about things you can do to win the win the lost. What Starts about like opening them. up your home and just inviting a neighbor over? Yeah, and not making it weird and kooky and all that. Just open it up and just say, "Hey, why don't you come on over and we're gonna we're gonna grill up some hamburgers and we'll order in some pizza. We'll watch the Super Bowl together." 
I don't know, what could God do in and through you yeah. if you just said, God, here's what I have. How can we display this love? Jesus fed the multitudes, again, because he knew that people need food and they enjoyed eating. We all do. Amen. So again, use food to show love. I mean, it's massively important, all right? Here's the second thing. Jesus prayed for people. So the next time that you hear uh, about a friend, a family member, complain about you know sickness, pain, mm-hmm. if they if they lost a job, if if they're you divorced. know that they're struggling, they're depressed. Yeah, I mean we so many opportunities that we have in our in relationships. You're sitting on the soccer field or on the sideline and you hear this friend is telling you about the struggles of their life. I think oftentimes you know, um, we miss or we can miss the opportunity to say, "Hey, can I just pray with you about that?" Like, I, I know that I can't, I can't fix it for you. I don't know, I, you know, I can't, I can't meet that need myself. But I know, I, I know, and I serve and believe a God who can. Could, could we just pray together, uh, quickly? You know, why not? Why not? So, I mean, hey, everybody. Step out and do it. When you're at the grocery store, maybe maybe you're checking out and the cashier, you hear them going, oh, I just feel so bad today. You overhear something. I don't think it's accidental. Like, look at that as an opportunity. Step out. And people say, well, I've never seen anybody healed. Yeah, but how many people have you prayed for? <laughs> I've said, you know, people say, well, I've never seen a blind eye healed. Well, how many blind eyes have you prayed for? Yeah, it's true. You, and so what if you fail? So, so you what can't if, fail, honestly. So, like, in other words, so what if it doesn't happen? Yeah, but it's not the pressure is not on us. We put the pressure on ourselves, and then you just talk yourself out. My of My reputation it. is not on yeah. the line. It's God's reputation. This is what the He's Lord the one said that to promised. do. Yeah. So you just be a willing vessel, and you're going to see a miracle happen. We just got a That's testimony true. in just this week of a young lady in our church mm-hmm. that had two growth in her breast. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had gone to a doctor twice. They had found it. This was about a year ago. They had found this. There was some concern about that. Mm -hmm. And so- uh, She had scans. She had like scans that I actually got to see the picture of it where this growth was at. And then she went to the doctor. Well, she was at our Christmas Eve services and was in pain because of it and thought, wow, I've not had this pain in a long time and began to pray that mm-hmm. God would heal her of her whatever body. this is, yeah. went to the doctor with kind of going, I'm not sure what's going to happen all the way, yeah. went in, and the doctor came back and went, we see these scans that you have here, but we're looking at these new scans. Yeah. There's nothing there's there. There's nothing. Like, nothing they're there. gone. And she had two different tests ran, two different imaging, and there's nothing there. It's a miracle. She said, wait, wait, you need to go back and check this out because this is where my scan used to be. And they ran back and again. And this did the is scan. where, yeah, the growth, the spot and they was. Said, yeah. There's nothing there. It's gone. I'm telling you, we serve a God that's a healing God. So take advantage of these moments when you hear somebody going through pain, yeah, whether physically, out. emotionally, relationally, pray for them. That's what love does, really. It really does. And here's what you're going to be amazed by. God is going to use you, and they're going to look at you, and they're going to say, wow, thank you. You're are, being yeah, that example. People are just touched by the, by the fact that you would pray. So how do we do it? Feed the multitudes. <laughs> That's the one way. Jesus did this. Yeah. Jesus also prayed for people. Here's the third one. 
Jesus washed his disciples' feet. So he came to serve, not to be served. So what could you what do? What are some ways, yeah, that we can serve others? What so, do you think, honey? Something that we um that we've done many times is we will offer to send like dinner to someone. And now during this day and age, it doesn't even mean that I have to home make it, but hey, we may send like an Uber Eats or something over or can I help? Um yeah, you know, after they've had surgery or they've given birth. Anytime, or, yeah. Can I? Can I? For somebody moves into a into a home for the first time, you yeah, know, we send something. Can we help with that? Or, but we're serving them. Serving. How about when you walk into the office with a big box of Krispy Kremes? Mm-hmm. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be uh, delicious. That's serve. That's serving others. Uh, how, how about? I was going to say just listening. Like sometimes just being available to listen um, can mean so much. And it, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in the um, like feeling the pressure that we have to have an answer or that we have to be able to tell someone the next step that they have to take and it has to be right and there's pressure. I don't know what to say. Really just listen, just listen. And then you can take the needs that that person has and pray, take them to the Lord. You don't have to fix. Like God hasn't called us to be their savior, to be their fixer, to be their healer, to be their problem solver and save their marriage or whatever. We cannot in our own ability do that, but we can listen and that can make such a world of difference and then pray. I love that, hon. That's great. How about this? Leave a honking tip. That's so fun. I love it. I love doing that. And hearing even stories about that, but we can do it. We all have the now. Let me just encourage you with this: whenever you do something, don't just do it and not attach it back to God. Yeah, we always attach the good deed to the good news. So don't just do a good deed and not tell them about Jesus, <laughs> because those good deeds don't make it into heaven. See, it's not true. all good deeds make it into heaven. Only good deeds that are attached to the good news. Only good deeds that are attached to the eternal make it into heaven. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, hey, I'm leaving a honking tip and here you go. No, I'm leaving a honking tip and I just, hey, sweetie, let me just let you know, God loves you. Yeah. Hey, hey, sweetie, I just want you to know. Yep. I'm doing this today because I want you to know that God sees you and I want to bless you and he has a plan for your life. Yeah. Have a great day. Attach the good deed to the good news. Again, servanthood is love in action. So what is something that you could do today to show love to those that are away from Christ? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's an encouragement that you send to somebody, you know, a text. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's, again, uh, maybe it's through the feeding. Maybe it's through prayer. Maybe it's through serving somebody. Um, you know, in New Zealand, it's interesting. The, the church there doesn't ask the question, and when I say the church, I mean all the churches there, the, the culture, they don't ask this question, well, how many people have you shared the gospel with? That's not the question that is on their lips there. Instead, they ask this, how many people have you shared the love of God with mm. this week? That's good. Changes like the shift in your mindset of how you are reaching people for the Lord is not just telling them about the gospel and the truth, but it's showing with an action of love. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So they don't care about mm. your faith and your whatever yeah. until 
Do they even know that you care for I them? I care for you. I love you. Yeah. I love you. And love will break down the the greatest barriers, the greatest walls. In fact, that's what God did for us. Yeah. It's the goodness of God yeah. that leads people to repentance. Yeah. And it's the goodness of God flowing through you, touching this world, that leads people to repentance. And that's one of the reasons why we've we we've always dreamed of a church where people come and they don't feel judged. They don't feel like there's a bunch of fingers that are pointing at them. Yeah. That when 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 we circle around them, it's not to throw rocks at them. It's to no, support them, to, to love, love them, to to help them speak up life and to and speak hope. life and to help yep. them to be all that God called them to be. And that's one of the things that has become so attractional about this place that people come and they experience life, love, mm-hmm. acceptance. I say it all the time. For those of you that are considering Christ and you've not yet made a decision, yeah, that's great. Come. I want you here. Yeah. Sit. I don't want you don't need to give anything, serve anything, do anything. Yeah. Just come. Just come. Receive the love that the Lord has to offer you, that people want to offer you. Come. Okay, here's the last thing that I want to give you today. How do we put love into action? That we're not just saying it, but we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And we need to show love to those that are in authority. You know, it's tough being <clears throat> In leadership, it's tough being in authority. Uh, you know, I remember when I wasn't, I, I tell people all the time, four feet will change your world from that side of the desk to this side of the desk. True statement. It's it's easy to point out all the issues and the problems and all that until you're the one that's actually sitting in that seat, making leading the charge, decisions. making the decisions, mm-hmm. steering the ship. Now, all of a sudden, and what I've learned is that before I was a pastor, I uh, I knew exactly what to do as as, as far as uh, how to grow a church and reach people and do ministry. <laughs> how to pastor? I was you knew perfect. <laughs> and then when I stepped into this role, I I discovered really quickly how much I didn't know. Yeah. And I think that we need to be very clear uh, examples of showing love. Yeah, and to me that to means authority. offering grace. You know what I mean to them. To leaders, to people who are who have authority over us, by um, understanding they're human as well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I have now walked in these shoes, and so I treat those in authority a whole lot differently because I know what it's like mm-hmm. to just be filled with the enormity, knowing that your decisions are affecting so many different people. So I have a lot more, like you just said, honey, yeah, grace. Yeah, a lot of grace. And so I'm going to offer love. I'm going to offer, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, we're going to try we're to do that. We're going to extend that. that, yeah. You know, I heard about um, one church that did this in a community. Uh, it was a small little community that uh, their fire department didn't have enough money to purchase one fire suit that they needed for their fire department. Wow. And this fire suit was like a $10,000 special, $15,000 uh, fire suit that, that would be really great that they would have on mm-hmm. on hand in case there was ever a really bad fire that they would. And it was one of those, uh, oh. I'm sure uh, it's some specialty thing that is really protective for when firemen go in. Well, the city didn't have enough money to buy it. Mm-hmm. And there was a church that was in that city 
that pooled their finances together and they went out of their way. And instead of, well, you guys don't have enough and you guys should do this and all that, they did the opposite. They raised the money. They bought, they paid for the money cool. so that they could purchase this fire suit yeah. and give it to the police, uh, the, the, fire the fire department man. there. And what an incredible act of honor. Now, here's the incredible thing about that, that when they did that, the church that was running probably about 50 people at the time, mm-hmm. God so honored that, that within a year, they had already doubled in attendance. Wow. Awesome. I believe it. Well, Because it's biblical, right? It's biblical to pray for those who are in authority over us. And who do you think put them. those people in authority? Yeah. The Bible says roles. that all authority under heaven yep. has been put there. It's been given by God, yeah. By God. Mm-hmm. And so when we honor those that have been put in those places of authority, when we love them, mm-hmm. we are showing honor to the one that put them in that place. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we have to agree with them. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I think that's like- I don't agree with- Culturally, <laughs> so many of, a, of, of us think that if you, if you um, disagree with someone, then you can't honor them or love them. And it's just not true. It's not actually we should love <laughs> those that we don't agree with, right? Christ did that. Think of us like anytime I think through the lens of love and think before I ever even knew who Christ was or cared about him or or understood the depth of his love for me or when I was rebelling and running like he still loved me and that's what draws you that's what leads you back to him and so we have to be that for this broken world. We have to be that for people who we disagree with for people that we don't like. We have to be love for them. Okay, now think about this. How are they going to come to Christ? Exactly. If the church doesn't show and 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 watch this. It doesn't this. mean you agree. It just means you love anyway. Okay, but watch this. Now, if you if if we because of our example and how of we honor love and, and honor love. and mm-hmm. how we live and how we Respect. are loving each yeah. other. And you yeah. read that scripture in 1 Timothy 4.12. It talks about in your love, your speech, your your attitude, all that mm-hmm. in your purity. If we're able to love those that are in authority, and think about it, when somebody that's in a place of authority, mm-hmm. whether they are the CEO of a business, mm-hmm. whether it's you know a certain political figure, yeah, whether it's a boss, mm-hmm. whether it's even a parent, yeah, when they come to Christ... Game changer. Think about how many people now are impacted and affected. Yeah. All because of how we showed honor to them. And so true. And so it's not just the sign that God has called us to, but then listen, those are people that God loves, that He say that He gave His Son for. Yeah. And we need to make sure that we are honoring those that God has put in authority on this earth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Good it's, message. It's our favorite four-letter word, love. Love. You want to sing a song about that, honey? No. Do you want to? No, uh, but we're going to talk a lot about that next. Uh, in, I was going to go for our, it if you wanted to. In our, oh, you were? You want to do it? What, you, you start out. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of calling you on your block there to see if you would. Oh. Uh, no. Well, hey, everybody, we have so much fun talking to you every single week, and I hope that you're enjoying these uh, podcasts. This is fun, yeah. And it's such an honor to speak into your life. Hey, speaking of love, we love you. We love you. And we're praying for you. Yeah, we do. And we, we're believing for God's best in your life. And, and don't forget, 
to have this attitude today. I cannot be defeated and, and I, I will, will not, not quit. I'm not going to quit. Hey, everybody. We love you. Hope you have a great rest of your day. See you guys. God bless you. Bye-bye.